0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. <clears throat> Getting a little better here vocally, but still <laughs> sound a bit like a frog. So uh, please bear with me and all the extraneous sounds and things that go on. Uh, we're pressing on now in the Gospel of John. We're in chapter 13. And Jesus had just had uh, an intense encounter uh, with, yes, the religious rulers, with the crowd. It was really the last word that he would speak uh, to the masses as a whole. And in John 13, beginning with verse 1, we read this. Now, before the Feast of the Passover... Now, just a second, just parenthetically. Remember, we've already seen dates related to this back in chapter 12 and chapter 11. It was six days before the Passover, etc. So it's continuing before that same Passover. So now before the feast of the Passover, Jesus, knowing that his hour had come, that he would depart out of this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. That's a loaded first verse right there, isn't it? And so we know when this is, it's before the feast of the Passover, and Jesus knows something. He knows his hour has come. <clears throat> well, he's referred to that in the twelfth chapter. Remember when the Greeks were wanting to see him and they'd inquired about and you know, meeting him, <clears throat> and his response was that it's time for him to be glorified now. So he knew that the time had come. But we get more detail here. His hour had come to depart out of this world. He was going to leave this world, depart out of this world to the Father. And we're going to see more detail about that in just a moment. Out of this world, to the Father. And then it tells us something about what Jesus had done. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Jesus' love was to the very end. His love for his own—well, <laughs> that opens up a can of worms, doesn't it? Who were his own? Okay, who were the ones that he loved? And if he did, he only love his own, or did he love the entire world? We know he loved his own—those who believed, those who were called, those who were elect, those who were predestined—all those terms. Okay, we know that. Does that mean that those that were against him and those that fought against him, that he did not love them? Okay. <clears throat> well, it depends on what you mean by that and what the context is, okay? He definitely did not love their actions nor their deeds. I think he was definitely heartbroken because of the way they were acting, the way they were behaving, and where they would eventually find themselves in eternity because they did not believe if you say that he didn't love them in the way that man does, <clears throat> and uh, correlation of that is that we're angry, we're mad, and we hate somebody. Jesus did not do that because he didn't sin. Okay. okay, but what we do know is that he loved his own, and he loved them to the end. Well, to the end of what? <clears throat> you know, well, probably the idea here, because of what he's talking about, that he's about to depart out of this world. Okay, is that he loved them to the end of his corporeal existence as such here. Okay. Doesn't mean that after he was resurrected, he quit loving them. No, 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 no. But he loved them to the very end. Now, verse 2 says this During supper, the devil, having already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, to betray him. So we get a little context here, second verse. They're having a supper time together. Okay. And I know a lot of times people say, oh, this was the Passover supper. No, it wasn't. Okay. And I've done several, several podcasts related to that, so you can go back and find those. Okay. It wasn't the Passover proper, had a lot of elements to it. But Jesus is the Passover lamb. He's about to be killed later that day as the Passover lamb. How can the Passover lamb be having the Passover meal proper? Because the Passover lamb is killed and then is prepared, and they would sit down and eat it that evening, which would become the next day. It's during the supper, though. Judas Iscariot, the devil had already put it in his heart to betray him. Now, verse 3, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come forth from God and was going back to God, that's verse 3, and look what Jesus knew. (laughs) He knew that the Father had given all things into his hands. Okay, He knew that he had come forth from God. He knew he was going back to God. Okay, so Jesus knew these things. He knew that all things had been given to his hands. He knew that he'd come from the Father. He knew he was going back to God. Verse four, he got up from supper, and laid aside his garments, and taking a towel, he girded himself. Now, what we're about to see is what we're familiar with. It's where he's going to wash the feet of the disciples. But isn't that interesting the way that that John uh, uh, frames this? the entire thing first thing he says is it's during supper and he says the devil has already placed it within judas Iscariot's heart to betray him so you got a betrayal thing happening okay got a betrayal thing and the other gospels give us some insights on that maybe we'll chase later but for now i want us to see just the big picture of it there's a betrayer and something has happened with that and uh let me just say this i think i'm correct in saying this if i'm incorrect I'll correct it later but I think uh, Judas had already gotten up and left and that had been revealed okay that had been revealed now Jesus knowing <clears throat> that the father had given all things in his hands that he had come from the father that he's going back to the father Jesus knowing all this stuff gets up and humbles himself as a servant he got up from the supper he had laid aside his garments. That doesn't mean he stripped down nothing. No, he took off the outer garments, okay. He took a towel and he girded himself. Okay? Verse five. Then he poured water into the basin and began to wash the disciples' feet the disciples' feet and to wipe them with a the towel with which he was girded. You know, knowing that everything had been given in his hands, knowing that he'd come from the Father, knowing that he was going back to the Father, and that going back to the Father, going back into that, uh, can I say, the wholeness of the relationship of Father, Son, and Spirit, of the triune nature of the Godhead, knowing he was going back to that, put on the form of a servant and humbled himself and began to wash Mm -hmm. the disciples' feet. Uh, the next episode, we'll pick up what what occurs next. But just think about this. How different would the body of Christ be today if we, in like manner, loved one another? If we walked in this type of humility? And notice, he was empowered to walk in this humility because of who he was. Okay, <clears throat> Because he knew all things. He knew that all things been be given to him. Because he'd come from the Father, and he's going back to the Father. Because of who we are in the Lord Jesus Christ, we are called, and the Scriptures is just replete with examples and commands and instructions to do such, to walk in humility before one another, to love one another, to exalt one another, to place one another and honor one another above ourselves in everything we do. Tell you what, if we were to do that, things would be very, very different. A lot of the stuff that we try to do in the name of the Lord we would not have to do (coughs) because the world would be drawn to the kingdom the world would be drawn to the kingdom because of what they see if we would just live that way again I'm Dale thank you so much and I'll see you again next time goodbye